The following podcast is presented by Secret Room Multimedia. Craig Lewis. I'm Nathan Capasser. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we're talking all about Gotham City. That's right, an entire podcast devoted to the R. Kelly hit of the late 90s. Can't live without her. We can't. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that song for a good... Good long time. Good hour or so. Yeah. I don't know. It is like maybe top three on the best songs ever list. <laughs> Or is that worse songs ever? That's I generous. Don't know. I don't. <laughs> you know that that song's garbage. Yeah, R. Kelly's whole library is not garbage, but I don't know about that one. I mean, for a good time when I was a kid, I thought I could I, that I believed I could fly <laughs> because of that song. Just because of that song, I was like, if Space no, no, Jam because can of, do it, no, because of Superman. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, if Space Jam can do it. That was like my favorite movie. Yeah. Space Jam rocked. I was pretty into Space Jam. Yeah, R. Kelly did a lot of fucking soundtrack songs. He really did. He was like, the if you had a big budget movie in the 90s, it was like, who are we going to do to get this soundtrack? Prince? <laughs> no, that was the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that The shining gem that I remember from the Batman soundtracks was, of course, Seal's Kiss oh, the, from the a Rose. Kiss from yeah. a Rose. That's prob- that probably holds up better than uh, any Gotham of the City. other... <laughs> Definitely better than Gotham City. Better than the I Bat Dance. Of, yeah, none of those Prince songs have well, the, like the as Bat Dance was, a... was garbage. It was, it was just, that was just awful. People are like, "Oh, I loved it!" Like it, he wasn't even like singing; just a whole bunch of dancing with him dressed up half Batman, half Joker. <laughs> and you don't get any of that listening to a song. No, no. It's just it went, li- literally if you're just listening to that song. You're probably at the club getting really high on cocaine or something. Because <laughs> this is the 80s. Yeah, right. <laughs> Craig's like, no, I just assumed <laughs> no, everybody, everybody just did cocaine well, all day, all the time. Well, it's not exactly something you're going to jam out to in your car singing along with it. Because like, a lot of it, the song was just like clips from the movie, like play <laughs> looped over and over again to the music. It, it reminded me of 80, like if... If there was house music back in the 80s, that's what it would have been. Do you remember, did you ever hear, I don't know if this happened all over the place or if it was just something local, but I remember the radio playing back when Titanic first came out and there was that song. Yeah, no, the the radio played all over the country back then. (laughs) Yes. The the radio used, you remember that Celine Dion song, My Heart Will Go On? No. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. You've repressed the memories. (laughs) Dig deep down. Do you remember that there was a version of the, of that song where they would play like dramatic clips of dialogue from the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the radio played a version that played clips of dialogue from South Park instead of Titanic. <laughs> what? Yeah, it would play like the most dramatic like lines from South Park. Like and, just and this was like first Stan? season South Park when it was still new and and dangerous, you know. 
Yeah, dude. And I remember hearing it and I recorded it. I probably have it on a tape cassette somewhere, but I haven't listened was it, to was any it just of the like tape a, cassettes a gag? I owned in was it as a gag? 20 years. Yeah. It wasn't officially sanctioned by either Celine Dion or South Park. I'm so then it probably was certain. the local radio station which was like, yeah, hey, hey, this would be funny. Yeah. It, just spliced in these clips. If anybody else has heard it and it's not just a thing we heard here in Syracuse, uh, let us know. Drop us a line. Fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com or facebook.com slash fairpointpodcast. Check it out, though, for real. Like The Facebook page is pretty cool. We've been working on it a lot since we debuted it. And and please like you should like the page too. It's our home it. it's our home base up until our, secretroommultimedia.com. It's definitely is the base of our operations. We It's our bat cave. Yeah, it will it's our web bat cave. Yeah. I mean we can't have, like actually go inside of the Facebook page. <laughs> All right, like really Craig though, the but interwebs. there's 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 metaphors and there's like no, we can't go inside it, but it's still our home base. It's where we we, we do still all have our a shit. butler that that attends to us at all times while editing the Facebook page. Hmm, what will our cover photo be for the that the Gotham City episode? Hmm, R. Kelly or City Skyline? Tough decision. Mm. Alfred, bring me a sandwich. Make it mine, turkey. <laughs> were called on a report of a naked man who was uh, screaming outside a gas station attempting to rip the gas hoses off of the gas pumps. Does, any, does it matter whether he was naked or not? Yes. Okay. D- I'm saying for what he was doing. Like, could he have just done this clothed? Oh. Oh, okay. Like, did he have to be naked? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure if he were here. I'm sure we'll get an email rationally explaining this well you see i was trying to set the whole place of flame and i didn't want to ruin my new threads so i greased up and i uh got up there interesting though apparently the cops showed up they told him to chill he ignored them and instead just started walking right towards them in a threatening manner yeah just tase him well they released their canine unit Right? Why didn't they just taser him? Just tase no, him. sick a fucking dog down. on him instead of just tasering him. Jesus. Well, they released their canine unit, Lobo, and the man attacked the great dog. Great name, by the way. Yeah. Great, great name for a canine unit. Totally. Uh, he, the he man might, attacked the dog. He attacked the dog. Started biting him on the neck and clawing him in the face. The cops. So the dog was biting him on the neck and clawing him in the face. No, the man was biting the dog on the neck. Seems a little backwards. Clawing the dog in the face. Like I said, see, they say (laughs) dog bites man is not news. Man bites dog is news. Yeah. Here's your fucking news. Do do you think he was like, oh, they're sending the dogs on me? (laughs) Little did you know I spent some time being raised by wolves. Go go back to my feral instincts. I don't know. So you think it was Mowgli just ripping the gas pumps? He's no, like, no, it was a, a Mowgli-like industry. guy. No fracking. Uh, no, but... I can't fuel up my bicycle. They, they could not get the guy off the dog. They kicked him in the back. They used their taser three times. Whoa. Before he would let the dog go. So how many drugs was this guy on? Bath salts, probably, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Jesus, like... 
and, and to think, these are trained dogs that can be vicious animals when they need to be. And like they're like, oh no, he's hurting our dogs. Get him off me! Get <laughs> the dog's this like, fucking dog's like, fuck this shit. Me. This isn't what I signed up for. Batman. The other dog. The other Batman. dogs in the. The other dogs in the back of the cruiser. No, man, not fuck, man. I'm Ace. two weeks from retirement. I'm too old for this shit. Let the rookie get him. <laughs> I got this, guys. Guys, guys, <laughs> let me go. Let me go. I got this. Oh, hey, chill out, everybody. Tintin's got this one. He's, he's a newbie. <laughs> hey, what's going on, dude? Hey, hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, guy. <laughs> you want to play? You want to play? You got a ball? You got a ball? Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> he's biting me. He must not biting me. I just wanted to sniff your butt a little. <laughs> so, so this guy, they finally put him down and uh, he so i take it you can be arrested for assaulting an officer technically right if he bites the dog i yeah probably yeah so this guy he's going he's going to jail for a good long time add that charge to it you know i think you can get arrested (laughs) for ripping gas hoses from the gas pumps no i'm saying you that's just icing to the cake top that that makes it even worse kindling to the fire barack obama recently became the first U.S. president. No, I think he's he's not the first. That was George Washington. <laughs> um, no, no, no. He became the first U.S. president to... Be black? That was like five or six years ago. No. Um, oh, oh. Barack Obama became the first U.S. president to publicly mention Area 51. What? Uh, that place doesn't exist. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, he said it doesn't exist. Area 51 doesn't exist. We were asking Just what your thoughts on the new healthcare system was doing. Like, <laughs> I'm getting that. I just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page here. There is no military base in Nevada. Certainly not one. Called Area 51, where we faked a moon landing. And there's certainly no moon landing fakings or alien spaceships there. Or yetis. Fascinating, fascinating. So where was this, you say? Are there Loch Ness monsters there? There are. I mean, I, there's. There, of course, there's no. There's are there no giant spiders? I assure you, there's nothing but rocks and dust there. There's no giant base. It's underneath the rocks. Something I've always fa- found interesting, though, that like the government denies the existence of this place, even though it is very clearly there. Like they don't only deny that there's alien spaceships; they deny that the place even exists. When there has been actual footage recorded footage of it being there yeah totally and of military people escorting being people out there, and, yeah. yeah it's it's and to me it's always seemed to me like they're just well that makes it sketchy you people know? if this is gonna get people a distraction let's let them let's let them fucking wonder oh nope it doesn't exist you guys are imagining things let's <laughs> let them go crazy over that no, one but it's just in this picture it's a trick of the light swamp gas reflected <laughs> off venus that always baffled me because, yeah, why wouldn't they just be like, well, no, it's just like a, you know, like a, like a standard practice zone, you know, like just say it's a fucking nuclear testing zone. An old well, one. Well, I could see one. why they wouldn't want to say it was a nuclear <laughs> testing zone. I'm okay, sure that well, wouldn't rile up Just like up some any. sort of, you know, like, like it's a, just, just say, like it's a place where they test out new things, <laughs> military things. Like it, we, we have people there. There's a reason for people to be there, but it doesn't include 
Aliens. Well, that is actually what it is. I think some government official did say that they've tested a lot of like spy planes and stuff there, which I totally believe. I totally believe. I don't think there's fucking alien spaceships there or Loch Ness monsters. Those are in Scotland. Come on. That's where all Use the your heads, video people. games are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Regardless, uh, President Obama, he mentioned it in a jo- uh, joking context, though, uh, referencing Oscar award-winning actress Shirley MacLaine's claims to have seen UFOs at her New Mexico home. Huh. Yeah, apparently, um, well, I mean, she explains it best. Uh Usually the person that experiences it explains it best. Shirley McLean says, I've seen a mothership here, and I've seen them at my ranch. One famous day, a friend of mine was sitting in my hot tub out there, and three UFOs came over and hovered over the hot tub for about ten minutes. Ah, they were just taking pics. (laughs) Jeez, those pervy aliens. Pervy-ass aliens. Uh, Come on, get naked. She believes that the aliens are attracted not to naked women in hot tubs, but the crystals that are in and around New Mexico. Uh, She says, crystals amplify the consciousness. They're attracted to that crystal amplification. So she's a new age hippie chick. Yeah. She wears like magnetic beads and stuff. Crystal power, man. She says that she's never seen an alien, but somehow she knows about their teachings. And their teachings are that the soul does not die. She w- refuses to attend funerals because, because it's the against soul her beliefs. Is still alive. Yeah, and it's against her beliefs. Uh, she says, "Yeah, but regardless, if you, I mean, most Christians still believe the soul lives on, <laughs> and they, know? yeah, they still go to funerals <laughs> and to honor say the life." Goodbye and... to this form of the of the person. Yeah, I feel like that's a dick move. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to Pete's funeral. In reality, she's just like so sad. Can't let them see me cry. I'm uh, sure I'm a clay, but, damn it. But she she does say the soul is ever laughed ever the soul is everlasting. Like talk. And its learning experience is lifetime after lifetime. So she believes that she's lived many lives that we all have, and that's the evolution of the soul to to keep learning throughout its lives. And the aliens uh. are here because crystal consciousness amplifies the soul and that she's seen them. And uh, that there's Loch Ness Monsters at Area 51. Huh. So off the coast of Spain, a sperm whale washed ashore. Dead. Okay. I'm sure that happens. Yeah. Well, but this particular whale told a rather disturbing story. Well, that's really... Why didn't you lead in with that? Holy shit. A dead whale spoke? That's like a double whammy of amazingness. I wanted to build it up, okay? You got me. You got me. Holy shit, I didn't even know dead things could speak, let alone whales. Well, now you do. They did an autopsy on the whale to see what the cause of death was, you know? And Why didn't they just ask him? Because uh, I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just reading. They're like, what look, they we've, got, we've got protocol. Whether you can speak or not, we <laughs> have to scientifically. The whale's like, I know I'm this. dead, but you don't have to cut into me. <laughs> That's my stomach. <laughs> That's how whales talk. <laughs> the biggest thing on earth talks like Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, God. Can you do Gilbert Gottfried? Well, I tell you. It's, pr- it's better than mine. <laughs> I was swimming in the ocean one day. Many days, actually. I'm a whale, so okay. I do it often. So, so you know what? This is, this is great because I'll let the dead whale tell the tale of what happened to him. I think I'm eating tons and tons of, like, fish, 
and things just on the ocean that are floating some plankton, maybe. And apparently, a lot of the shit that was in there, just floating in the ocean, was a bunch of plastic. By the time they cut me open, I have about 18 kilograms of plastic just dumped in there from all these corporations. Into the ocean. Giants a dozen sheets of, of greenhouse covers and plastic barrels. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, I should stop doing that. Wilbert Gottfried, I feel so bad for you. Well, at least somebody's listening. Yes. You know, I, I heard he doesn't actually talk like that. <laughs> well, I, I would hope not. You know how. Well, he never is... breaks character, though, dude. Have you ever heard him not talk like that? No, but can you just imagine if, like, when he wasn't on camera talking like that, if he talked like that, like, just, just alone. His, I'm sure uh, if you ever meet him, that's how he's going to talk. I would love for it. I'm man. positive. I, he, he never breaks character, dude. He's always it, like but that. How much money do you think he spends a month on cough drops? <laughs> like, constantly sore throat. Not to mention that with that whale of a throat, swallow <laughs> Jonah. Yeah. I, just, so there was just a whole ton of plastic that was in the thing's stomach. And That's you're figuring, awful. you know, it, it died because it ate all this plastic. How many other life forms out there that haven't washed ashore yet, you know, died right. because, I mean, this is just what's in the whale's stomach alone. Like that means that they're dumping like tons and tons of shit into the ocean. And whales are some amazing fucking creatures. Like we don't even know how intelligent whales are. I do. Super intelligent. They have languages. They have songs. They have fucking pop songs. Like they have songs that one whale will start singing and other whales will start repeating. And then eventually whales are singing them all over the world. Yeah. Number one billboard hit. Hey, I just met you. <laughs> but this is crazy. I eat plastic. It's really tasty. Uh, so, yeah, come on, all these corporations. Get it together. You, you're supposed to be recycling this stuff. So just because it's they easier, don't, give a don't fuck. do it. <laughs> like, whoa. They literally, oh, a whale died. Because whales have lawyers. Well, We're real fucking what? scared. We pay our cashiers $16 an hour. We could do whatever we want. Tell the whale's lawyer to fucking get a hold of me, fap, fap, fap. The whale's like, oh, that's it. This guy's got to get it. <laughs> fap be fap me off. You, I'll fap you off. <laughs> Wait, forget I said that. I don't know why I'm even like trying to do a Gilbert Gottfried. It's just like, oh, my God. Why is Shag yelling? Tell him to shut the fuck up. Uh, basically, that was my whole thought behind <laughs> it. Just just yell out like you gotta, accent on some other man, words and syllables. I'll be real with you. It's not the best, but uh, it's better than mine. <laughs> yeah. So, Nathan, I know you don't like sports, but this is something that you and I both agree on, that athletes are way overpaid. Yeah. Now, would this piss you off just to know that the NBA gives out cool gifts to all the NBA players? Like they, like they need it? Like they give out no, Samsung not necessarily. notes? To an extent. I think that companies should give out gifts to their employees. Or not, not the notes. The, uh, the notepads. They give out, yeah, the, the tablets. The right. Samsung I Galaxy figured you, I figured they weren't just tabs. giving them notes. 
Hey guys, well, the, uh, the galaxy notes a phone. Some, uh, for the holidays, we thought we'd give you some pointers. You know, out on the court, you... well, well, no, no, no. The galaxy notes a phone. It's a smartphone. Oh, the, okay. the tablet that shows you how much I know about yeah, smartphones. Exactly. I could give a fuck about smartphones, right? So, well, I mean, I think it's kind of annoying. Like these people, why don't you give it out to the people that don't make that much money working for teams? You know? Oh yeah, they should get point. They should get uh, presents too. The employees should get presents in general, son. Uh, so, there's just one player for Boxing LA. Day. There's this one player for the Los Angeles Clippers, Steven Jackson. He like, decided... Is he the guy that makes uh, Steve Jackson games? No. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. There's so many Steven Jacksons. There's football players named Steven Jackson. There's, there's, a, there's even another player in the NBA called Stephen Jackson. Oh, okay. Is it pronounced Stephen and spelled Stephen? Well, or is it's, that his actual it's like... Because so, sometimes PH is Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what this guy's name is, Stephen, with a PH. Okay. Uh, instead of the E at the end, it's an O. I'm going to have a kid and name him Steven, and I'm going to spell it like S-T-E-P-H-D-E-N. Stephden? No, so he's just going to be like, my name's Steven with a Ph-D. Ah! Like, I had no idea where I'm you were going so with that. Like... <laughs> mm, yes, my brandy snifter. Why would I do that? I don't want that kid. You would hate me. He'd be like, just he's no you, son of mine. He's gonna, no son of mine, I tell you. teach you, I'm going to become a fucking punk rock rebel. And I'm like, yes, my plan worked. Fucking A. High five, kid. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, the NBA gave all these gifts out to the players. And this guy was like, you know, I, uh, I don't need one of these. I already have an iPad and... Well, I have like three now because they just keep giving me things. He, so he went to play his game on Christmas night in he the away the, arena. The horse in the mouth app? No, he did not. He did something way better. He went up to a random arena employee, just, you know, somebody making $9 an hour selling beer or whatever, you know, and gave the tablet to that guy. Word. It was just like, here, you know, they, the NBA gave me this. I don't fucking need it. I, I'm not saying you need it, but I'm sure you would appreciate this a lot more than I would. You know, was, I just thought was that like, was... And he was like, fuck you, dude. I already have a fucking tablet. I don't need this shit. How, and the, and the, the fucking dude's like, I'm only doing this. Like, I won the lottery three years ago. I'm only doing this to keep my insurance. He's like, man, so that's how that feels. He's like, I'm going to go fucking give this to some jerk off in the fucking audience. And he throws it in the trash can behind <laughs> no, him. No, he puts it in the, he puts it in one of the t-shirt cannons. <laughs> <laughs> Fires it. People <laughs> like, oh my God, it's my not eye. a shirt. It's not a shirt. <laughs> it's not a shirt. But, oh, it's a tablet. Oh, my eye. I caught it. <laughs> With my eye. I'm in so much pain. But I can totally see the weather and the fucking all my appointments. And nope, that's just a lot of fluid so. filling filling my eye. Oh God, this is awesome! It's seeping out all over my face. <laughs> yeah, so I just I just thought that was a really cool gesture and, and something I wanted. Like there are good guys out there. No, to that's me, pretty that's, cool. Yeah, that's sure. that's like the spirit of Christmas, you know, doing like. That was nothing to him. Just be like getting oh, a fuck gift this. and regifting it. The spirit <laughs> no. of Christmas. I don't no. need this shit. I'm, I'm about to give this. I'm to, thinking it. You know, you know who like, would like this? Somebody else. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. 
Thanks for the fucking iPad. Or maybe he was fap, just fap, fap, <laughs> well, No, it was a Samsung, the low, the lesser one. So maybe he was just like, well. no, they're all iPads. Like, okay. like the, all the video game systems are Nintendo. Nintendo went over this. Thanks okay, for the fucking right. iPod. Excuse me. Thanks for the fucking iPad. Fap, fap, fap. All right, I didn't. You're acting like you're seventy now. So. <laughs> Can you play your Nintendos on it? <laughs> Grandpa, it's not a Nintendo. You know what I mean. The Nintendo <laughs> no, I really games. Don't. I really, really don't know what I... There's no port to put in a cartridge. The flip-flaps, the jumping jacks that you put in the fucking box. I think they stopped using floppy disks so long ago. My copy of Doom 2 doesn't even work on my laptop anymore. A uh, older relative of mine used to call them jumping jacks video games. Like, you're playing them jumping jacks? No, that's actually a calisthenic warm-up we do in gym class. <laughs> in my day, jumping jacks actually required you to get up off your ass. I ate at the and jumping jacks. In twenty jacks years, they will again. In my day, playing with your weed gets you three hail marys. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, my boy has been playing with his weed again. Little do we know, he's a sinner. Little do we know, their parents aren't. Hardcore evangelical Christians. They're just hardcore gamers. And they're, like, <laughs> they're like, he should have been playing with his Xbox 360. His PlayStation 3. Jesus, Craig. <laughs> or if he's going to go Nintendo, why doesn't he have a 3DS? That way he could play his Wii anywhere. <laughs> just like Paul Rubens. Um, did you hear, Craig, that there's a From Dusk Till Dawn TV show in the works? Yes. Yes, I have. What do you think about that? I don't know if I'm excited that? about it or not. I don't know. I mean, I mean I, I, it's, it's pretty cool. It's just like what the same thing I thought with like, you know, the, the four sequels to follow the movie. <laughs> How much more can you do with well, that ang- angle? Like, is it just going to be about is going to be about the actual bordello? Well, Robert Rodriguez wasn't actually involved in the sequels, right? No. No. So he's actually involved in the show, at least in the development of it. Right, but as I'm saying, like it was a great movie for, you know, this one family came up, like, are they just going to do that every week? I don't know. What or are do they going to follow, like, the vampires, and it's going to be more so like, thinking... kind of like a True Blood version of it? It could be that. It could be like a Monster of the Week formula. Like, you're familiar with that term, right? Monster of the Week. Um, I feel like you're leading towards the anthology series, like... No, 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 no. Like Monster of the Week refers to like an approach to like usually a television series, but it could be a comic series, a cartoon series, whatever. Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer was very Monster of the Week. They did have overarching story arcs, but every episode there would be a new thing that they had to overcome, like a new monster, a new thing. Right, but but is it following the the girls? Well, I'm saying... The, oh, I don't know, but I'm, I'm saying like the, the term monster of the week doesn't just refer to monster things. Like it could be like any show where it's like every week there's like this new something new. Yeah, like take a care new like, like, character thing to overcome and like, shit, you know, but you get the picture. Yeah, you, you get it. You get it. You get it. I don't know. Who does it follow? Um, well, because I mean, I just think that if they're going to do that same family with like, you know, George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino, like those guys, like why would they keep going back there? I, well, it's not – George Clooney's not going to be in it. 
I'd rather them not. I feel like George Clooney's at a stage in his career where he's like, um, I just did Dust Till Dawn so I could pay off a car. <laughs> like, do you, I'm, I'm, I am at this smug level here. I am not. Dude, George Clooney's the shit, though, dude. I am better than this. Like, it's hard to get more. Maybe pimp than you George should Clooney. have. Maybe you should have come to me about this while I was still on ER. I just don't know if it's going to work that well. I mean, the movie itself was very good for its purposes as a standalone thing. But you know, the way I see it, if uh, Agents of Shield could, they couldn't make that work based off of the Avengers and all the plethora of stuff they have to work with. How are you gonna? How are you gonna make a standalone mm, movie about Fox, some guys going too. into a? I don't trust. It's Fox. Fox. Agents of Shield. No, that's ABC. Oh, that's ABC. I, don't, I I watched the pilot and I was just. Mm. And you know what? The pilot was the best episode. I watched the next four, and it just got worse. Mm. I gave up on Angel Show. It reminded me of like a UPN show. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now you're now you're breaching Arrow territories, and that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it'll probably be about the bar, and it it probably will be very like True Bloody, like HBOE, like trying to be all. Sh- AMC Showtime, but HBO-y. it's like gonna try to give the the vampires that are strippers there and whatnot, or that work there, some kind of you know development Probably. backstory character. Or who knows? They could take a different direction. Uh, maybe it'll be like a sitcom with a laugh track. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> exactly. You get it. <laughs> every episode will be a plot that we've seen in every other sitcom because you realize. Ninety percent of all sitcom episodes follow a plot that's in at least a hundred other sitcom episodes, just with the characters switched yeah. to fit their characters. Uh, Somebody forgets a birthday. Yeah, it'll be great. Exactly. <laughs> has to have a la- find a last minute. This gift. one guy's got a date with two different girls at the fucking bar. <laughs> one's a vampire. One's a werewolf. Uh, maybe they'll even take a different direction, and maybe it'll be an animated series for children. For children. Yeah. I mean, why not? They were they were gonna do it with aliens. Were they really? Yeah. For children. Yeah. Remember those aliens toys? Oh, they, like we're talking yeah. Ridley Scott's Alien. Yeah, aliens. yeah. Yeah, dude. Those, those were were definitely not. There was made originally going to be an animated yeah. series. The pilot doesn't exist anymore. You can't find it, but you can find screenshots of it, pictures of it, promotional and materials I can for it. Picture that being like a GI Joe's with aliens. Yeah, dude. Pretty weird. Pretty weird. Did you hear about Gucci Mane? Um, what? What? Is that English? <laughs> Did you, Craig Lewis, hear about Gucci Mane? You know who Gucci Mane is? It sounds like a rapper. It is a rapper. Okay. <laughs> it's either a rapper or it's like a French dude or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, is, 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 that a, the, is that the clothing designer? Oh, he's an awful <laughs> rapper. I feel, I feel guilty calling him a rapper because he does a disservice to the art form. Gucci Mane, um, he he's like uh, Gucci Mane. It's like a new line of uh, Gucci Merkins. I think it's like Gucci Man. You know, like yeah, man. yeah, like Gucci Mane. But uh, I wear Gucci Mane. No, Jesus. Yeah, maybe. why name yourself after somebody else's brand? Like, what is like what does that say about you that you're defined by someone else's marketing fucking scheme to get uh, you to think it's well, high profile shit? Well, obviously it says they're an extremely creative, original person. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot I to like, offer society. I like rocking shit that looks fly, too. But, like, come on, man. I don't define my fucking self so far as to name myself after a fucking 
brand that belongs and is trademarked by somebody else. I don't know. But well, do you do you think that Fifty Cent uh, defined himself by a monetary denomination? No, but I think that's a little different than. Like, come on, man. Like, I feel like that's like you really love Arrow, so you're going to fucking call yourself NBC's Arrow or something. <laughs> like, come on, Maine. man. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Arrow, Arrow Maine. Maine. Always rapping about that hood guy. Like, why don't you come up with your own persona and your own identity and your own clothing line? <laughs> like every other rapper. Come on. Jay-Z didn't fucking... Like Rock Aware, so he called his fucking group Rockefeller. It was the other fucking way around. <laughs> Why they call me Rockefeller? Ha <laughs> 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 That was an alright Jay Z. <laughs> For what it was, it was an awful Jay Z. But I could see where you were coming. Like you kind of had the mannerisms down. Like, hey Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You, you don't sound like him though. The voice is too like. You don't got the voice, but you got the mannerisms. <laughs> I don't know. We divided. If we combine uh, them together, let's, let's let Jay Z be Jay Z. What about Gucci Mane? We got so far away off of this. Like Gucci just... Mane strangled his cellmate to death. He's in jail. Yes, and he strangled his cellmate to so, death. So wait, you're telling me a rich entertainer? actually was stuck in jail they didn't get out of it like with a, with a get out of jail free card like oh he's he's gucci man come on let him out man yeah despite all the people who sign protests yearly to free rappers from jail regardless of whether or not they actually committed a crime that lands you in jail but i remember lil wayne like no 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 Lil Wayne can do his time. Lil Wayne can do his... I don't care if you like his raps. Lil <laughs> Wayne can do his time. No, 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 son. Lil Wayne can do his time. But Gucci Mane strangled his cellmate to death after he woke up to his cellmate trying to lick the ice cream cone tattoo off his face. What kind of toilet moonshine was that guy on? Like, he was just huffing bags of his own feces. Uh, or something. Gucci- Gucci Mane said he was trying to molest him. Like, he said he was grabbing his private parts and licking his fucking face. So, it, so basically, he was, a, he was in self-defense. His stomach was like, burr. the shit. It's cold in her. <laughs> um, He's like, ooh, I just licked There's Gucci. no jokes to be made about, like, sexual molestation or fucking murder or manslaughter in self-defense. Like, this is, none of this is fucking funny. You want to hear the best part? Uh, In a closing statement, the rapper said, quote, unquote, I would never purposely take another man's life, but if I had to, it would be young Jeezy's. What? (laughs) (laughs) Young Jeezy, huh? But like, really? You just killed a man. And you're just going to bring up, oh, I would kill young Jeezy if I was to do that. (laughs) And you expect us to take you sincerely. Uh, dude, like, what the fuck? And why were you trying to lick dude's tattoo? It's not real ice cream. Man. Right now, you're talking to a dead man. Maybe it was, maybe it was like one of those cartoons. Like, yo, dude, he was just like, he was there in the cell and he was like starving and he's having mirage hallucinations. He just and sees Gucci Mane looked like a giant ice cream cone going, giant burr, ice cream cone. Burr. <laughs> and, and he was like, 
It's Gucci flavored ice cream from Man, Japan. It's cold even without the ice in her. <laughs> That's the one flavor ice cream we didn't cover in the ice cream episode. The Japanese Gucci main flavored ice cream. Okay, we have to redo it then. Tastes like Gucci. Pull it, mine. pull it down, take it down. We're gonna re-edit it and put out a special edition. <laughs> Just, We're gonna George Lucas the yes. shit out of this. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! That should be like a special episode someday. We should George Lucas an episode. That would be <laughs> fucking we would hilarious, lose a lot of dude. That would be hilarious. No, dude, do it as a. Oh man, I don't know whether to edit well, this out we would be doing so we can it keep it as a surprise or to leave it in so people can like, so like their mouths can water in anticipation. <laughs> Just the motherfucking facts, son. <laughs> yeah, those are the facts of Gotham City. Everything you need to know is just told right there. Okay, we can sign out now. <laughs> R. Kelly told us Gotham fucking city, man. I've actually been waiting to do this episode it's, for a little while. Uh, it's a scary place, but it's an awesome place. Yeah, a lot of people love it. I don't know why. I mean, you go to Gotham and chances are you're going to get mugged or uh, end up being some part of bomb plot with a Joker. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're one of the uninformed and you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Gotham City is the home of Pick the Batman. Pick up a book. Seriously. I mean, comic. Pick Batman. up a comic book. <laughs> Jesus. You illiterate fuck. I don't care how many books you've read. <laughs> Gotham City, the home of the Batman, Bruce Wayne. Oh, shit. Did we... Spoiler alert. The Batman's Bruce Wayne. You dumb buck. (laughs) (laughs) Comic book side note. See episode 29. Oh, man. The the urban New York City-based home of billionaire Bruce Wayne and uh, superhero the Batman. Yeah, and locale. So somewhere in U.S. United States, that would roughly be where New Jersey is. Yeah, I as far as I'm concerned, Gotham City's in New Jersey. Uh, like past sources have cited it in Washington, uh, or a state in the Central Time Zone. Well, I mean, if you want to go on to the DC Wikia, it, it states that it's in New Jersey. The DC Wikia, yeah, the official official DC, DC okay. Wikia because there is an official one and an unofficial one. Right, we don't fucks with unofficial because you know that's that just isn't that makes well an unofficial wiki is still a vital source of information. I I thrive off that shit. Where the fuck do you think I get half my research? Ah, <laughs> uh, true, true, dude. But the yeah. Batman wiki is fucking awesome. It could be edited by anybody. True. It can be fact checked by anybody too. True. Fact check and mate. Oh, but that's another podcast all in itself. But regardless, we all know comic books are a convoluted continuity. Say that three times fast. I yeah, had trouble I'm saying it one even, time slow. I'd rather do Toy Boat. 
So, regardless of where those other sources may have said it was, apparently the official DC Wiki cites it as New Jersey. It's been seen on license plates in the comics as in New Jersey. And in the Atlas of the DC Universe, it's New Jersey. Yeah. As few as... I consider it New Jersey. A festering hellhole. Yeah. <laughs> so, to anyone wondering where Gotham City is, it's in New Jersey. I'm pretty sure... Now, I don't know. I mean, does... New York City exists within the DC canon. They don't really ever mention it. I mean, I always pictured uh, New York City is Metropolis. But New York City is also Gotham City. Right. Well, Who was it? Somebody, one of those famous writers described it as... Uh, William Shakespeare. No, no, no. Comic writers. Ah, Stanley, Ernest Hemingway. No. No, 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 no. Uh, but they described... You never got the Ernest Hemingway comics as a kid? They're fucking brilliant, man. Dude, I Changed couldn't my get through. Fucking life. I couldn't get through the book Old Man in the Sea, but the comics, I could get down with that. <laughs> he 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 described he said that Metropolis was New York City during the daytime and Gotham City was New York City during the nighttime. Ah, cuz New York City is a very dangerous place at night. Batman did originally live in New York City in the early comics, but they, Right, that was before uh an actual you know, they actually created a city for him. Yeah, and uh, before he settled on Gotham City, Bill Finger considered naming it Civic City, Capital City. Central City? No. No, no, no but no. Coast City was another one. I really do like the quote you mentioned about Metropolis being New York City during the day and Gotham being New York City at night because that paints a good picture about what the city is like. It's, it's very crime-ridden. Um, it's... It's dreary. It's dark. Uh, it's rarely portrayed during the daytime. And the weather is pretty consistently rainy and rainy. dreary. And yeah. Yeah, very cold in the winter, like freezing in the fucking winter. Yeah, like if you if you take into consideration the Arkham games, uh, the last two games that have been, you know, in either the city or outside, it's constantly – both games take place during the winter, you know, so – that yeah, it's it's cold. It's it's unforgiving. It's it's a city that will beat you down, but yet it can be so beautiful at times. It's it's almost it's very gothic in architecture. It is it's a really cool site, but it's also some place you really wouldn't want to be alone at night. Yeah, the architecture's it's interesting. It's been depicted very many different ways. I mean, with every different artist, there's a different vision. Yeah, and what I like is. That it's it's a mixture of the big stone Gotham of all these old, centuries-old buildings. A lot of them built in that kind of Gothic style. And also a lot of modern, you know, sprawling urban right. city. Right, yeah, a mixture of, of the two. Uh, in the live-action movies, uh, Anton first did production design for Tim Burton's Batman 89, and his designs were actually an attempt to visualize what New York City would look like had there been no planning commission and it had been run completely by crime and extortion and self-interest. And as a result, there were no height restrictions. It was just... No zoning ordinance, no building codes, no... Yeah. There were lots of bridges over the street. The city was very claustrophobic. Uh, Bo Welch took over production design for Batman Returns, sort of adding a quirky, whimsical, like German expressionist 
hint to it. Which made it seem a lot more Burton-esque, if you will. It, it kind of, you yeah. know, with, with the, like, you know, the dark carnival type. One thing I really like about those Tim Burton movies is a lot of people have said this, the timelessness of it. I was hoping I could have an original way to say it so it would sound like an original thought. But no, it's just something I've heard countless other people say and I agree with. The, the fact that oh, it's... Oh, you think it's timeless? Yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard that. It's modern, but it's also, it's also very retro. Like there's the blimps, the newsboys, the... You know what I mean? It, it doesn't really fit into any one timeline. Like steampunk without the steam. Yeah. Or the punk. Or the punk. Uh, Barbara Ling took over for the Schumacher films, you know, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. And she was more inspired by, like, uh, those don't, super, those never super techno Manhattan and Neo-Tokyo and, you know, futuristic architecture yeah. and, and very bright, A lot of vibrant. things happened, like, above the surface, almost. Like, like, there were a lot of highways way above ground and a lot of the things happened up there. Yeah. Uh, it actually, honestly, I know you don't read or watch Batman Beyond, but it actually seemed like that kind of took its tone from, from these movies because everything happened above, you know, the streets. Like, the streets was just poverty and everything happened just, it was basically ground levels of sewers and, you know, everything was above ground level. I, I kind of like that. that that's yeah. a cool way to look at it. And then in the Chris Nolan movies... Of course, they filmed in Chicago, so there wasn't much set design. Well, I'm sure there was plenty of set design, but yeah. not for Gotham well, I City. I mean, it's so like the much. Batcave had a pretty extravagant <laughs> set design. Well, that's another thing is is I I feel like people that created that maybe had had a feeling that there was a, a almost a Chicago like atmosphere to the city as well, like a mixture between New York and yeah. Chicago. Gotham City is very much like a mixture between New York and Chicago. Settled somewhere in New Jersey. <laughs> it's just a mishmash of fuck. It's also listed somewhere as being like 20 miles south of the Jersey Shore, I think. So that's interesting to note, too. Jersey Shore, i.e. probably where they made Slaughter Swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, birthplace of Snooky, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure. She could be the Solomon Grundy of real life. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Solomon Grundy's not real? Well, I mean... What about Santa Claus? He was born on a Monday. You lied to me the other week, you bastard. Oh, no. No, Santa Claus is real? No, no, Nathan. He's real. He's totally real. See, didn't, didn't you see that the cookies were eaten? Half eaten? Because <laughs> he can't get full. He's half real. I mean, <laughs> work with me here. Meet me halfway. <laughs> So there are some theories as to why uh, Gotham is so crime-ridden and almost evil-like. The land itself is almost has been said to have been cursed. Uh. Yeah. Uh, a millennia ago, there was an evil warlock that, was, that caused havoc all over the land, and he was buried alive beneath what would now be around the central island in Gotham City. They said that basically his evil essence seeped into the soil and it poisoned the ground with his corruptive manner. And it said that basically that's what the modern spirit of Gotham City has become evil almost because because of this warlock. He poisoned the ground and so everything was, that built off of it. I just want to make sure I'm understanding it correctly. So this was a person, a man, that practiced magic and wizardry, right? Yes, yes. Okay. 
and witchcraft and shit. Yes, a okay. warlock, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure, yeah, that we were on the same terms. Because there's also, I mean, there's a lot of, there's some really strange occult stories concerning Gotham's history. Well, this warlock was basically called Dr. Gotham. Okay, yeah, I read about Dr. Gotham, too. I don't think I've ever read any of these actual comics about Dr. Gotham. But, yeah, supposedly he slept for 40,000 years underneath Gotham. <sighs> Boo. It was really just Vandal Savage. Who the fuck is Vandal Savage? Oh, he's the immortal. Randy Savage? <laughs> no, Vandal. I wish! Randy, Randy Savage? Savage. Oh, yeah! He's under Gotham? That would be amazing. It was, it was like, I wonder why there's so much evil. He's just like, snap into a Slim Jim! <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. He just went and gave somebody an elbow drop from the top rope for no reason at all. You're mine, Batman! If you want to mess with the macho man, Vandal Savage. Dude, I'm sorry, but Batman would whoop Randy Savage's ass. Most likely because he's dead. No, most likely if he was alive, too. You you can never really trust a steroid-ridden freak. I didn't say you could. I said Batman could whoop his ass. Well, yeah, he's... Yeah. At any point in his career, when he was at his peak, or when he was just wide-eyed junkie. This, Craig. <laughs> no, I'm taking this Batman any time. This isn't anytime. this isn't a fight you're gonna win. It's just like Randy Savage fighting Batman. Yeah, no, of course, Batman is the greatest of all yeah. time. Yeah, you fighting me on whether or not um, Randy uh, Savage uh, could fight uh, Batman uh, is like we, Randy Savage trying to fight Batman. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude, like. Batman's one of the world's finest. Randy Savage. One of the is two. One of the two. There's two world's finest. I do have I do have a huge amount of respect for Superman. I'm not a fan. As of long him, as it's uh, as long as you're referencing him as one half of the world's finest, I'm okay with that. Any other time, I don't want to fucking hear it. And that's another conversation in and of itself. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan. It's very Boy Scoutish. I thought you liked Superman. I I do. I, it's more of a respect factor, though. Like, <laughs> I I appreciate the character. I'm just not a fan of his per se. There's another weird story about America's founding fathers summoning like a bat demon that comes trapped beneath Gotham and has an influence. A on bat it. demon, you say? Somewhat of a man bat. Gotham City was founded in 16... 16- Gotham City! I'm sorry. <laughs> last time, I promise. Yeah, but this isn't going to be the last time we say Gotham City, so you better... I promise I won't sing it anymore. I, almost, I half expected you to interrupt me in that sentence. Gotham City! <laughs> that was the last. Uh, it was founded in 1635 by a Norwegian mercenary and later taken over by the British. Bloody Brits. Um, it was the site of a major battle during the Revolutionary War and rumored to be the site of various occult activities, which we just spoke about. Yeah, in the late 1700s, Gotham was a really big port city. You know, it's, it's right there on the coast, uh, getting a lot of stuff from the Dutch East India Trading Company. It was also known as Gotham Town at the time. Yeah. And... Uh, one of the rich people in the area, one of the founding fathers of uh, Gotham itself, Mr. Darius Wayne, started having Wayne Manor 
built in the outskirts to look over Gotham. Okay. And we we all know that Wayne Manor is is where many generations of rich fancy pants Waynes growing up. So Darius, who was he? Was he uh how like I know as far back as I know is uh Judge Solomon Wayne. Right. Uh Darius was Solomon's father. Okay. And there really isn't much on Darius cuz he's he's such a minor He's always he's never had a big role or been talked about much just in, you know, passing almost like in conversations in the comics and whatnot. Okay. Uh but he it just said that he is the one that had uh Wayne Manor built. And then, you know, he sends uh his son Solomon goes off to law school at Harvard, whatnot, comes back, becomes a big fancy pants lawyer. And yeah, uh Solomon Wayne led a campaign to reform Gotham which was one of the primary influences of the unique architecture hmm. of Gotham City. Maybe it almost seems like history repeating itself. I don't know. We're going to get into this later, but you know, just with Bruce Wayne running a campaign to, to reform Gotham in the Court of Owls storyline. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of cool that you know the Waynes have a way of thinking, I guess. So, yeah, Solomon Wayne gets the help of an architect by the name of Cyrus Pinckney to help design what he wants Gotham to be. Okay. Uh, basically laying out the foundations of the city. It said that he wanted it, uh, the designs to basically invoke a bulwark against the godliness of the wilds, wherein we may nurture the gifts of Christian civilization and be protected from the savagery which lurks in untamed nature. Oh, jeez. So, Shut the fuck so, up. SDFU. So, basically build a, build a city. <laughs> These damn savages everywhere. Gag, eat yeah, a dick. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, that seems a little... <laughs> I believe they like to be called Native Americans. Yeah, my point exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think they like to be called yeah. Native Americans either. I think they like to be called by their actual name of their actual nation. They're tribes, yes. They're- Nations! Nations? Yes. Americans? No. No. Before they fucking before a bunch of white people came to this land oh, and, and named it after tribes? a white dude named America, there were fucking plenty of nations here, dude. Like the Anadaga Nation. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh during the Civil War, Gotham was the site of the legendary Battle of Gotham Heights. And interesting fact. Uh, the land was defended by Union Colonel Nathan Cobblepot. Ah, uh, Nathaniel Cobblepot. Yes, yes. One of the uh, one of the three, I believe it was, main founders of Gotham. Okay. The three main names: the Elliots, the Waynes, and the Cobblepots. Basically, built Gotham. Yes, there were a few other families that had a big part in the building of Gotham too, such as the Canes, the Canes, the Gates. But technically, I mean, Kane was uh, well, the Gates. Let, let's face it. The Gates designed were the were the main designers behind Gotham. But well, yeah, uh, the Canes technically weren't part of Gotham itself. They they were in a different county, Kane County. They still had a had a big effect on Gotham history. Very true. Very true. A Wayne married a Kane. Gotham is a, is a city. Of <laughs> a Wayne and a Kane. Who would have Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Gotham is a very family oriented city. To this day, not in the you know let let's every everybody's so 
nice and trying to teach moral lessons around Gotham type of family. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, like no, you no, consider no. a family movie. <laughs> no, no, no. But there's, there's, but a, yeah, like the different families, families are in charge. It tends to be run by families, whether like the Falcones in... and that. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I totally meant that. Even crime families or just founding I mean, families. Yeah. yeah. Well, to this day, yeah, it's more, it's, it's a lot more crimes, but those original founding families still have an effect on it. And of course, there's another family that's deeply entrenched into the history of Gotham City. I'm speaking, of course, of... Uh... Oh, yeah. You're talking about the Tanners, right? Yes. <laughs> I remember Stephanie and DJ and Michelle. Yes. <laughs> they, uh, they actually had a bigger effect on Gotham than any other family. Any other family in Gotham. Uh, Two-Face, of course, played by Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> They look exactly the same. <laughs> Just how one, rude. One's a bitch and one's not. One's a bitch and one's a child. What? <laughs> like one's adult. Like Mary, it's like one adult Olsen twin and then one still child Olsen twin. That's just preposterous, <laughs> Craig. That make makes no great, sense whatsoever. Makes for a great villain, though, I tell you. I can't even picture her in my mind. It makes that's more number, sense than Ray Liotta. That's the number one sign of a bad villain. I guess not. Like, Yog sogoth is, is, a, is a great villain, and I can't picture Yog sogoth in my mind. Not, at least not without going mad, at least. Did you just say that just, Ray Liotta should play Two-Face? <laughs> no, we had, remember we had mentioned <laughs> yeah, I know. before? I Did you just say Ray Liotta should play Yog sogoth No, you mentioned Yog sogoth a uh, funny side note, actually, people have been telling me for so long to watch the movie Blow. Yes, okay. I admit it. it. It took me a long time to get up on this, especially as a cinemaphile. I watched that in college. Seemed appropriate. Yeah, I should have watched it back around that time period, too. Well, I finally watched Blow, uh, actually, while at my mother's house Christmas Eve, uh, late at night. Perfect Christmas nothing movie to, do. to watch. <laughs> Lots of snow, you know? I'm dreaming of a white... <laughs> I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Um, Jesus, fair point does not fucking condone endorse or condone. Gotta tell you, I, I, I don't. I don't do the stuff. Never, never once it. in my life, and never do I plan it. No judgment, but for real, if if not for us, if you've never done it, don't do it. And if you if you are doing it, you know, I just feel like it's an extremely know, expensive habit that most you, people you, can't afford think to about, do. Yeah, think about think about reassessing uh, think, the habit. Think about That's the all. lives you could destroy doing it. Think about the incarceration <laughs> you could possibly have being caught doing it. The movie, though, great movie. Are you trying to compare Johnny Depp to Batman? Is this what this is getting to? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, I thought one thing I noticed that I found really interesting, um, you know, Ray Liotta, of course, plays Johnny Depp's father in this. Yeah. Ray Liotta was in Goodfellas. He was the main character of Goodfellas. This is correct. Goodfellas was another crime oriented movie that was based on a true story and was told from the perspective of the main character narrating it. True. Now, Johnny Depp's a great character actor and... More true statements, yes. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I noticed while watching it, in his performance, it almost seemed like he was trying to add a little Ray Liotta to his voice, to his mannerisms. And, you know, because Ray Liotta was his father. And 
he was portraying that character's son, you know? Yeah. And hearing him, like, the, the movie reminded me a lot of Goodfellas, especially hearing him narrate the movie in a Ray Liotta fashion. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I wonder if that was... I, I don't know. I don't know. I Soon wonder if it was... <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? That's just what I feel. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if it was purposeful. If the filmmakers had that intended. Or maybe, you know, Johnny Depp just started doing it and they were like, you know what, that just go with it. So this other family you're speaking of, that would be Not a not a family in the same sense, but uh the Court of Owls. Oh, yes. A mysterious Wonderful villains. Illuminati esque puppeteers of sorts of Gotham. They've been there. I don't know if anybody knows how long outside of the Court of Owls. Well, it, it's said, yeah, it's said that they're, they've been there since the beginning, running yeah, things behind the scenes. generations. Uh, and when you say not a family of normal sorts, meaning it's not just one family that's this Court of Owls, it's basically all the most prominent figures in Gotham that apparently aren't the Waynes. Well, and most of them you don't see. They, they, well, I mean, you they do all see them. They're all, yes, exactly. And they're all part of this. Yeah. I get. The, I just get the feeling, you know, I never really liked the Canes. I get the feeling that at least one family member of the Canes is. is oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, the old nursery rhyme that is passed down through the generations. I mean, people have mentioned them, but most people don't take them to be a real thing. Although they, they legitimately do exist. And uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say. Who they are? No, I get. No, we don't really cool. know who exactly they are. Who, who no. they are? No. But their legacy has leaked into the public consciousness, at least in the form of an old nursery rhyme, which goes, "Beware the court of owls that watches all the time, ruling Gotham from a shadow perch behind granite and lime. They watch you at your hearth. They watch you in your bed." Speak not a whispered word of them, or they'll send the talon for your head. Ooh, that gives me chills. Because I'm just like, I've been reading myself The Court of Owls recently. And it's I've been telling you to read it, Such a great man. villain, it's so man. So good. good. And I tell you what, the main driving force behind me wanting to get and finally get on and read it is, I read The Court of Owls Villains Month, uh, standalone, and... You you said it was okay, you know, but I I was looking at this. I'm like, there's so much potential with this, you know, this secret society. Like, how do you fight that? Like, they control everything. They're so, you know. Oh my god! And it's really a villain that gives Batman a run for his money. Like, oh yeah, man. the only villain they that, almost drove him insane. Seriously, the only villain that does give Batman a run for his money is the Joker, but. Nine times out of ten, when Batman faces the Joker, he's still like, all right, I got this. Right. This was the one of the first and only times I've read Batman at his wit's end, not sure, just afraid. Like, Batman afraid that he is Ready not to going to succeed. Ready to like, give up. Like, and, and it was well done, because a lot of times when writers attempt that, I don't buy it, because I'm like, you don't get the character. You don't, no, 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 this is, this is fucking Batman we're talking about, okay? He does not know, but like, the, what they did to him, you know, and, and what happened, just everybody, as a Batman fan, both of us are telling you, go out and read this book. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. Read I'm anything Scott done. Snyder's written, it's amazing. 
uh, Black Mirror, you should, Gates of Gotham. You should also go out and get the what I got, which would have volume one of it as a graphic novel that comes with a collector's Court of Owls mask, and read it while wearing the mask. <laughs> you don't you don't think that obscures your vision just a little bit? No, there's eye holes, man. Okay. I mean, it's no different than wearing a a ski mask. I wouldn't wear a ski mask while reading my comics either, unless I well, was reading them out in the snow. Well, because that would make sense, but this makes sense. But if I was because, doing you know, that, be, they would be getting be like, wet. It's like you're a part of the Court of Owls. By the way, uh, she would probably beat me up if I didn't mention this. My girlfriend, Sarah, thank you so much for getting me that gift. It was one of the best things I've gotten for Christmas. Uh, but part of this nursery rhyme, it finishes, it'll send the talent for your head. Now, this is a group of people that don't get their hands dirty. They're, they're above that sort of shit. They train these these people that are it's almost ingrained in them they select out who they're going to pick as their talent that is the assassin that they send out for whoever they deem is ready to die in the name of Gotham you know like the court of owls will sentence this person to die because they just don't like the air the way that they're doing things or they just don't like the clothes they wear yeah. you know the the, the way that they look at them in science class or yeah. the fact that they're dating Becky Daddy, Daddy, I wanted to date Joey, but but Joey's now going out with Becky. So could you could you please have Talon kill kill Becky so I can have Joey all to myself? Yes, because the Tanners and the Court of Owls were very closely knit. How rude! Or oh, wait, or was it? That's despicable. No, that's 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 the Sylvester the Cat. Wait, is Sylvester the Cat or is it Daffy Duck? Oh yeah, Sylvester was suffering thuckatash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, what what did Steph Which say? Is a weird Didn't thing she say, to say Michelle said how rude. What did Stephanie had a Stephanie Tanner had a line. I don't know. Uh, I think it might have been that's despicable. What was their know. friend? The the really like high strung uh, Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah. Yeah, with the smelly feet. That's all I really took from I her. I didn't remember that. I Yeah, I, no, no matter what, it was as soon as she take her shoes off, Kimmy Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Full house. Fucking full house, man. They're bringing it back. Do you know that? What? No. They're bringing full house back. Fuller house? <laughs> Even more full house. Bob Saget's like, no, fuck this shit. I am done, okay? That already ruined my name once. <laughs> so just replace him with Kurt Fuller, call it Fuller House, and bam, there you go. Two birds with one stone. I don't think that's where they're going, but it's or as I like as, to say, as good as it would be. You know what? Fuck it. Kurt Fuller would 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 do wonders for that show. <laughs> there is uh, another family that kind of got lost behind the making of Gotham, the Gates brothers, the architects and the architects. designers of Gotham. Yes, correct? they were the Gates brothers, the men who were commissioned by the Waynes, the Elliots, and the Cobblepots to build up. Uh, what is known as Gotham today, basically all the major. Uh, it was originally they uh, major bridges. The, the new br- that's where it started. Was they each commissioned them to build a bridge? Correct. Well, no the the bridge the main bridge was the one that ended up leading into Kane County. Uh, it was originally going to go from the middle of the city into further into Wayne County. There was a t- terrible accident in the construction of it, and Bradley Gates died. I don't know if it was an accident. It's still up in the air whether or not it was an accident, but supposedly, you know, the Canes swear that they had nothing to do with it. Well, refresh my memory. A lot of this comes from 
the comics, The Gates of Gotham. It's yes. a five-part series. Five-part miniseries. And Spoiler I not... alert this right here. I mean, right. one, one, I think, unspoken, or maybe it has been spoken rule of Fairpoint, is that we don't spoil shit unless it's the topic of the episode. So don't go into the Gotham City episode not expecting shit about Gotham City to be spoiled. But still, uh, this is some rich history you're getting from it, and... Even talking about it now, uh, it doesn't ruin the fact that you can still go back and enjoy the hell out of this, out yeah. of this story. Read Gates of Gotham. It's just it's it's the five part uh, story that Scott Snyder writes right before he starts the new Fifty Two. So it, it, in, it was his last. It's his last old continuity Batman. So now, if I'm Correct me if I'm mistaken, because it's been a while since I've read it. And, and I know you you've read it more recently. Literally, yeah, literally last night. <laughs> more you recently, said, I say. You said. And I use the term loosely. Hey, Craig, I'm going to be talking about Gates of Gotham. Have you read it? And I said, no. And you said, well, I don't know it that well, because I read it a bit ago. But if you want to consider it research, you can <laughs> yeah. cram reading it. And I, I was quickly like, if found you want to read it tonight, I mean, you could consider that research. That would, you, that would count. right. And I quickly went on and purchased Gates of Gotham. It was so good, man. It, it really. I is. read it all. I read it in like it, it's an easy read too. I literally read it in less than an hour and a half. Oh wow! So I just flew through it. Five issues of a comic. You know, and that's still with taking the time to take in all the art and look at it. I'm probably going to go back through it and devote more time just to looking at everything that's going on in each page. Uh, because I was, I was reading the story and getting through it, you know. But it was just entrancing. Like, It's been a while since I've read it, but mainly the idea was that that bridge kind of controlled traffic in and out of Gotham City. And so these families were more or less fighting over control of it and the Kane family was kind of seedy and the gates were kind of like fuck off we're we're doing what yeah. we're doing for the good of the city well and the no. Kanes were like no we're gonna use this bridge i mean i feel like i'm a little off you, but you, am you I are, kinda you are slightly off it, right? uh the Kanes came off very seedy the family ah uh, like i said i don't trust the Kanes at all there's a there's, there's a way about them that's just off-putting very off-putting and what it came down to is if it had gone, yeah, if they had decided to make the bridge direct one way. Now, Nathaniel Gate was very fond of Alan Wayne. He was the one that came to him, wanted him part of it. And as they were building Gotham, you know, they were all getting rich and more money. And Alan said, you're one of, the, you're one of us. You're, you're part of the family. This was Nathaniel's thoughts, basically. They asked him to come in and make a decision. They're fighting over who would get, you know, where the bridge would lead to. And they said, you know, if they did it towards Kane, it would be a tougher, it would be a tougher build first off. But he would also end up uh, having more control over, over the port and whatnot and all the traffic going in and out. And he decided that it would be best for the structural integrity to go towards the Wayne's land that they owned. And then on a side note, he said, I do have to side with the family, though. Like, he didn't let them know. This was him internally talking 
to himself. I decided, you know, we, after all, I'm family. It was an easy decision to make. Again, a lot of this story, this backstory you're getting is from the first person view of a man who's gone crazed, mind you. But it's it's like the, they found the journal of Nathaniel Gate. Okay. That's basically how it, how it was told. And uh, and after while they're building this bridge, it kind of collapsed during construction. Nathaniel is more of the mind and, you know, the designer, while Bradley liked to get his hands dirty and get in with his special suits and whatnot. And there was an accident. Uh, Bradley died. And Nathaniel said, oh, that's it. You know, Keynes must have sabotaged it. It's the only way I could describe it. So, you know, in the end, it's left up as a question mark. It's basically said that, should we spoil it? I mean, it doesn't matter. We already warned it. Yeah, we already warned it. So, you know, it's basically said that because of the suit that they designed when they were building the stuff, uh, spending too much time in it will make a man go crazy. Mm-hmm. So, and like hallucinate and basically he'll lose grip on reality. And they kind of let it, let it end at, it was an accident, and Nathaniel, be, you know, went into the suit and spent a lot of time in it, and he started to go crazy, and he wouldn't let go of the fact that it was sabotaged, that there was nothing wrong with what he was doing. It couldn't have been them. Since there was no proof behind the sabotage, obviously the other families weren't going to take Nathaniel's side when he blamed Cain. He said, we're not going to prosecute him. We're not going to try to do anything. And it was what Alan Wayne said to Nathaniel right then and there that really set him off was, was you'll never be one of us. You know, you're our worker. So, you know, that really set him off, and he ended up killing one of the Canes and uh, ended up rotting in Arkham. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really fucking good series. It, it was said at the end in the story, you know, Alan Wayne's talking to Robert Kane, and he's like, you didn't do it, did you? And he's like, would I be the type of businessman that could last if I did uh, something that's so devious? He goes, mm. he goes. I, I feel like you're not taking this seriously. What's with the voice? Why? <laughs> and, he, and he's just looking at me. He goes, well, I wouldn't believe that if you weren't twirling your mustache in such a maniacal way. And now you're just fap, 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 fap. Now, like, seriously, you're just going fap, fap, fap. You're literally you saying fap. If you continue to do that, as you will get in my eyes back and forth. Do not want any fap juice in my eyes. Well, he's not actually fapping. He's just doing the universal fap motion. Like, yeah. No, no, no. Back then, they actually yeah, fapped Yeah, yeah, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> back then. It was, those were the times, you know? I mean, it was an innocent thing back then. It was then. a more liberal time. <laughs> Yet a woman could be stoned to death for wearing something that didn't cover her knees. Men got away with a lot. And it wasn't until the 60s that a woman could be stoned to death while wearing something that didn't cover her knees. She was stoned. I thought you were... She was doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of Gotham City's sports teams, their baseball teams are the Gotham Knights and now the Gotham Griffins. Now you're talking Sports teams of Gotham. Hmm, Yeah. I'm not comfortable talking about it anymore. Let's just move on to the so, next. No. So no, here's no. my question. Is there actually for more? Listening, uh, Facebook.com slash Fairpoint no, 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 Podcast. No, we're not done. We're not done. We're not done. <laughs> Ratings and reviews on iTunes. 
There were actually more than that for the baseball teams. Oh, really? You said the Knights and the Griffins, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm confused myself because how how many teams how many teams of one sport does one city need? <laughs> it is a big city, but come on. I now. mean, are we talking? These are high school teams. These are, you know, there's also the Gotham City Eagles, the Gotham Giants, the Gotham Goliaths, the Gotham Guardians, the Gotham Highhawks, and the Gotham Mammoths. Perhaps there's just so many incidents like Bane's bombing of the football stadium. Right, and that would be the football one. Those were the rogues, right? Well, I'm saying they retire the team after like an entire team died. I'm sure it's happened so many times. So they just start a new team name. Dude, it's out of respect. Like, I mean, that makes sense, right? I would. It wouldn't be that. I mean, I don't know. You know sports more than me. But would it be that surprising? Well, this is this is usually how. Let me ask my question. Would it be that surprising if, like, in a tragedy, the entirety of the Chicago Bulls were killed? And they said, we're retiring this team name. Like, the Chicago Bulls were killed. And Chicago's going to have a new team. Uh, They're going to be called the Chicago Vinnies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, no, because that actually did happen to the Marshall football program. (laughs) The college team. And they stayed the herd. Well, I know. I'm not. I know. I'm sure it's (laughs) happened. But I'm saying, would it be that entirely surprising if somewhere if they did make a decision like that? Sure. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised by it. This is how a team normally changes their name. The 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 franchise follows the team name, not the city. And they change cities oh, and so locales. It's, so it's not just when the mascot dies? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But the team, the the people it's that own just, the team sell it, sell so the just name when to another Otto city. Otto the Orange dies, the, they become the Syracuse Appleman? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> the Syracuse banana guys. <laughs> Go fighting bananas. bananas. We're going bananas. The pajamas. They're coming down the stairs and they're coming down in pairs. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> oh. Uh, they're basketball teams, the Gotham Guardsmen. Hell yeah, Gotham Guardsmen. Play the um, Globetrotters every year to keep keep saying this this time they're due for a win. Their football teams are the Gotham Wildcats and the Gotham Rogues. And their ice hockey team is the Gotham Blades. Of Steel? Excellent NES game. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Blades of Steel. Yeah. Oh. It's it a hockey game for uh, NES. Oh, okay. It was the Those first game the, that the... involved, like, Fights. What so, are they? like? I don't. I don't like other kinds of blades. They're kind of useless. Like uh, are you talking about wood. vampire hunters? No, I mean like blades blade? of wood. No good. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even mean that to rhyme. Blades of grass. What about it? Blades of grass. My ass. <laughs> blades of stone. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah, the Gotham blades, though. I sure. <laughs> <laughs> So, some place. notable locations, landmarks, and institutions in Gotham City. Uh, a lot of these could really warrant their own full episodes, so we're not going to spend too much time. We're just going to kind of kind of pour over the map here a little bit. Ah, the map of Gotham, yes. Uh, Arkham Asylum, of course. Everyone's familiar with the, the great menacing stone labyrinth 
of cells and, and where all the crazies go after they're defeated by the Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's normally out in some type of wooded area. Just outside <laughs> of Gotham, maybe? Wood. Really? No. Not really. No good. <laughs> no good. Uh, the place where they send the not-so-crazy, but just criminally bad people. <laughs> I you were going to say them. insane, and then you were like, wait, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's crazy, but amplified. You have no proof behind that. <laughs> uh, is Blackgate Penitentiary, which... Is basically the prison. Arkham's for the is the insane asylum. Blackgate's the prison of Gotham. Yeah, and it's located on Blackgate Isle, just off the shore of Gotham City. Right, and a little fun fact about that: there are only there are only nine Batman villains who have spent time in both Arkham and Blackgate. Really? Do you know which ones they are? Yes. Um, Dasher, Dancer. Prancer, Vixen, you're looking at the Comet, wrong notes, man. Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. See, you, no, you, you had to you listen to the end. To... Rudolph was the ninth one. Oh, Rudolph. No, but you were you were supposed to delete your notes from last time. <laughs> I thought you were actually going to give a solid try, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Here are the short list of the villains. The me, penguin. No, just no. Just give me all nine. Which is a short list of nine. <laughs> That's the whole list. <laughs> okay, whatever. The Penguin, Firefly, Rupert Thorne, The Joker, Zaz. I like. I always like Zaz. He's a pretty cool guy. Victor Zaz. Yes, the Cutter. Two Face, Clayface, Calendar Man, and the Ventriloquist. That's really interesting that they're the only ones yeah. that have been to both Isn't that, and there's Because, I mean, there's so many. There's like 40. I assume that means most of the villains have just been to Arkham. Because I've seen a lot right, right. of fucking villains in Arkham. Yeah, like Poison Ivy has never been to Black 8. Uh, there's also the Bowery, which is the worst neighborhood in Gotham. Known as the, the worst slum. The worst slum. I think that's like a... There's a lot of slums. Yeah. Like, it's like an oxymoron. Not quite. <laughs> There's also the Cauldron, which is an area known for organized crime. There is the famous Monarch Theater, uh, which is where little Bruce Wayne was coming from the night his parents were murdered, which happened to be in an area called Crime Alley, now called Crime Alley, I'm originally kidding. known as Park Row. Uh, the East End is another large, underdeveloped, poor, crime-laden area. Aren't um, they all, though, in, in the end? Well, like, there, are, <laughs> there are good areas of Gotham. There's Gotham Heights. That's where Wayne Manor is located. Um, rich place. Yeah. Bristol, Crest Bristol, Hill. Connecticut. I mean, Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> A big landmark is Old Wayne Tower. Not which... to be confused with Wayne Manor, Bruce's home. Wayne Tower right. is the... The, the tower of Wayne Enterprises is open to the public. Uh, the observation deck, especially, is said that there are twelve guardians, i.e., gargoyles, guarding that the top row, I believe, of seven uh, watches out over each district, almost of Gotham. 
Okay. And then the lower lower down below the observation deck, there's a row of five, which watch out over all the the five different train passes in and out of Gotham. Oh, okay. So, and that was all uh, Alan Wayne had decided to make it like that, almost kind of like a good luck type thing. Uh, people that play the Arkham games might know it as Wonder Tower. That's stupid. Centered in the middle of the restricted area of Arkham City, i.e. Why would old Bruce Gotham. Wayne call his tower Wonder Tower? Well, it was taken over by Hugo Strange. Oh, okay. So I guess Hugo Strange would call it Wonder Tower. Wonder Tower. He was very you know, <laughs> German, so <laughs> <laughs> it's just spelled W U N. It's W U with a little two dots. I don't even know if that's how it's pronounced, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but that's how I'm picturing it. W, U with the two dots, N-D-E-R-T-O-E with the two dots. Ah, das ist R. gut. Wundertar. Wundertar. Das ist Undertar. gut. Um, the Gotham Docks, of course, at the city's harbor. Uh, Gotham Square, the central area of activity in the city, a la Times Square. Ah, Gotham Square, yes. Yes, yes. There is, uh, we mentioned it before, Slaughter Swamp, which is where Solomon Grundy was born. Yeah, where the legend of him came to be. Uh, Cyrus Gold, I believe, was murdered and thrown in there. And in 50 years, somehow the vegetative area brought him back to life. I don't know. Whatever. Sure, why not? He, he was born on a Monday, christened on Tuesday, took ill on Wednesday, got worse on Thursday, died on Friday, I'm missing one somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Grand Avenue, the main theater district, I, I imagine must be kind of close to Park Row or Crime Alley if uh, his parents left the back of a theater into that area. Um, also, Gotham Village, the Bohemian area, all those hipsters with their indie music and their roller skates and their shenanigans. I'm doing crime. I'm stashies. doing air quotes for you. Uh, it is also home to one of the famous Ace Chemical Processing Plants, which oh, of course, a lot of people would know is where the Joker became the Joker, Mister Red Hood leader. There's Old Gotham, uh, where the clock tower that Oracle operated from frequently, and where the GCPD are located. A lot of actually. Old Gotham takes up a lot of the places we were speaking of earlier. That's where um, Park Row is. That's where the Bowery is. That's where uh, the theater is. Yeah, there's it's it's a big chunk of Gotham. It is. It's like I mean a lot of what we're doing here. That's where Wayne Tower is. There's also the Iceberg Lounge, of course. Penguins Bar, his nightclub, his little home away from home that he owns. It's the one place you can go and just see Joker ordering champagne. You know, At the Iceberg Lounge? Kicking it. Yeah. I always pictured it more, I mean, crime and organized crime. I didn't picture the Penguin just letting any old villain just come in and Well, my canon, my canon's coming from the animated series when Joker uh, was given a million or millions of dollars. Well, I mean, at the same time, um, I don't see Joker walking into any bar and a bartender being like, get the fuck out. Yeah, nobody's gonna <laughs> nobody's gonna tell him twice. To, yeah, no. Like, uh, m- 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 Mr. Joker, sir, can, can can I can I? Would you like a scotch? I see the penguin 
I mean, if anyone's going to be fucking irked at it, it's the penguin. I see if anyone's going to have some balls about it. Yeah. It's going to be the penguin, but. Right. But even still, the penguin knows he can't really fuck with a joker. There's, I mean, it's goons versus goons at that point. You don't have the snowballs. Uh, Robinson Park, the main park of Gotham, of course. On the flip side, there's Toxic Acres. Have you ever heard of this place? No. It's a, an abandoned neighborhood of new houses, which are pretty much unsuitable to live in due to its proximity to a toxic waste dump. So it's nothing like Green Acres? <laughs> no. No. Okay. It could have been at one point, but no, it's, it's, it's polluted, diseased. Um, uh, Supervillains have used it. Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn have both hidden out there. Well, it's a good place to go. Uh, there's also the Funland Amusement Park, which is where Joker... Uh, one of Joker's hideouts, many hideouts, most popular most from, from the Killing Joke, where he took Commissioner Gordon, and in the Arkham games. Uh, and there's the famous Statue of Justice, also known as Lady Gotham, uh, statue offshore. You're going to say city. Lady Gaga? I'm like, no, <laughs> she has nothing to do with this. Uh, it's a blindfolded woman with a sword and scales in her outstretched hands. Um, Craig, I've seen that before. Could have sworn. (laughs) (laughs) So this was a very fun, awesome. We are in no way done with the Gotham universe, the Bruce Wayne universe, but we are done with this episode. How could you be? I mean, between our combined knowledge of Batman, we we could have like a... Between our combined knowledge of Batman. We, we could either do 30 different podcasts or one 60-hour podcast, which... Write us and let us know which one you would prefer us to do. And by writing to us, you would send that email to fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com. Which I think that's, what, the third time we've mentioned that this episode? Sure. Well, I mean, you can leave comments on our YouTube page... YouTube.com backslash Fairpoint Podcast. And as we mentioned earlier, the HQ is Facebook. Facebook.com slash Fairpoint Podcast. Like the page. Show us your support. And I have always depended on the likes of strangers. Use it as a tool to be in contact with us. I mean, this is 2013. It's not 2013 anymore. It is 2014. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you are living in the past, man. <laughs> like, seriously... Um, being friends on Facebook is like being friends in real life. It's literally exactly the same. There's no difference whatsoever. Name I can think one. of a few. Name one. Well, I, I'm just saying I have friends that are friends with the suicide girls on Facebook, but I don't think they've ever hung out with them. I've hung out with a suicide girl. Damn it! You are breaking okay okay so you're right it's exactly the same i have i'm not you think i'm joking no no i know i know the story i know the story but so you win this round sir i will come up with a better (laughs) example some other time uh follow us on twitter at fairpoint pod that's our twitter handle and of course Keep your eye on www.secretroommultimedia.com. Depending on when throughout the course of history you are listening to this episode, it's either not out yet, out, 
or doesn't exist anymore. Wow, that'd be super into the future. I think that pretty much covers everything. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you're actually <laughs> we should, saying anything. We, by... we should be good as long as we keep uh, repurchasing the rights to the domain name. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it takes. Really is. Thanks, Fat Cow. And as usual, if you liked this episode, please go where you got it. You got it from iTunes. Give us a rating. One, two, three, four, or five stars. Give us a review. Preferably the five stars. One, two, three, four, five, or a hundred words. We don't know if there's any actual limit on iTunes reviews. But hit us up. From the Secret Room, I'm Nathan Cabazer. And I'm Batman. And the other guy is Craig Lewis. What are we talking about next week, Craig? RPGs. Like guns? Not rocket propelled grenades, no. Oh, good, because I was like, I don't want to do a no, fucking episode about No, the fun, 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 nerdy as hell role-playing games. Not the sexual ones, either. <laughs> We're going to touch upon the whole history of role-playing games. And maybe give you a few of our favorites that we have played. Yeah, it should be pretty dope. So, stay true to Gotham. Stay true to us. Peace. Uh, do we already like we already from the secret room? But you never I'm out it. <laughs> from the secret room, I'm Nathan Capiser, and I'm Craig Lewis. See ya. Yeah, I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs>